0: This podcast is brought to you by LineUpMedia.fm.
1: Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott.
2: Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Drop Podcast. Let's get right into the Blues-Bruins game. The Blues, we all know, had the 11-game winning streak that was snapped by the Dallas Stars on Thursday night in a 5-2 loss in Dallas. A lot of bad things happening in that game. The defense was really porous. They allowed Dallas players to get behind them, get good positions to accept passes or rebounds and they really hung Bennington out to dry and it wasn't Bennington's best game either going into this game the bruins had won 7 in a row and were 4 and 0 on this road trip if everyone remembers me talking about the last breakdown of the dallas game when i recapped the game at the end of the podcast talking about how the flu was going around the blues locker room and i was wondering who was going to be healthy enough to be able to play there were a few guys missing But the Blues were able to put some pretty decent lines out there. They moved Steen down to the third line, which is one I've been wanting all year long. I think he's at a point in his career where he needs that third line type of minutes and to go against another team's third or fourth line for him to be as successful. And putting him on the third line worked out because he got a goal in the first period to put the Blues up one to nothing.
3: Bruins turn it over. Three on two for the Blues. Now Sunquist for Steen, right hand checks. he scores! Steen, and it's 1-0. Alexander Steen can put that puck away for his newborn daughter. Noel will get that one, what a shot by Steen. A turnover originally by the Blues, Sunquist gets it back, plays it back to his left. Alexander Steen, a left hand shot, and great whip on the stick beating Tuka Rask high to the blocker side.
2: It's so hard to believe that that was the Blues' first shot on goal, and that goal was 12 minutes and 45 seconds into the game. The Bruins definitely had a little more pressure on Bennington at that point in the first period than the Blues did on Tuka Rask. But it doesn't matter. They brought the puck in with authority. Sunquist just a beautiful pass to Steen. Steen puts it past Tuka Rask for his seventh goal of the year. Sunquist gets his 12th assist. And the Blues are up one to nothing. Both teams had penalties in the first period, Pereco for slashing, Toy Krug for tripping, but neither team could convert on a power play. The Blues finally started getting some pressure on Tucarask, but that would be the only goal they would get, and they would outshoot the Bruins 9-8 in the first period. Going into the second period, even though the Blues are up one to nothing, I don't think they're playing great. They're not playing terrible but this is definitely not their best game this year. Boston would put a little more pressure on Bennington in the second and they would get one past him early to tie this game up at one each.
3: Miller takes the ice in front of him going right at Here's Wagner and he scores! This has been a good sequence for the Bruins. Two, three, four shifts in a row. Offensive zone plays, opportunities. They defended well. Looked like St. Louis might get something off the rush, but the Bruins defend well. They make body contact, stick position, force plays. And then you take ice when you have it in front of you. That's exactly what Kevin Miller's going to do. It a nice little break out by Krug. Krug initially kind of overskated the puck behind the net, but then he finds his partner in Miller. And Miller, the, the Blues just give him the neutral zone, and then their own blue line. And nobody picks up Chris Wagner on a streak off that far post. Perfect pass tape to tape.
2: Miller brings a puck over the blue line, sees a wide open streaking Wagner, puts it right on the tape of his stick, and he puts it past Bennington's glove side to tie this game up at one. A huge missed defensive assignment on that one. I'm sure that Bennington would like to have that back. There's not a lot of goalie can do on that when a guy's that wide open and is able to pick his poison. He chose the glove side and he chose correctly. That goal by Wagner would be his ninth of the year. Miller with that great tape-to-tape pass gets his sixth assist. Torrey Crew gets his 37th assist. Five minutes, 12 seconds into the second. This game is knotted up at one each. There would be no more scoring after that goal by Wagner. The Bruins would get a great opportunity in the second period when David Backus was wide open about six to eight feet in front of Bennington. He chooses to go glove side but Bennington robs him to keep this game tied at one.
3: And Bennington gets back to the post, Sir Alex. And off the glove of Bennington, he denies Backus. And when you find yourself in these situations, especially in the second period, what you're going to do, you got to have a good timely save. And right there, we just saw from Jordan Bennington.
2: That was definitely the save of the knife for both goalies at that point. Jordan Bennington just robbed Backus. When Backus skated behind the net, he looked so frustrated. I'm sure he thought he had that goal. That would have put the Bruins up two to one. There wouldn't be any scoring in the third period, so we went to overtime. And guess who got a great opportunity all alone in front of the net against Rask? It was Vladimir Tarasenko.
3: Bozak nudges the puck back into their skates. Here's Tarasenko! Goal scorer in Vladimir Tarasenko.
2: Some great work in the boards by Bozak. He finally gets the puck away from a couple of the Bruins players. Tarasenko skating backwards. Nobody's around him. Turns around with the puck after the pass from Bozak. Tries to go stick side on Tuka Rask. Not able to get it past him. And we headed to a shootout. It took a while for the Blues to win it. It would be Sammy Blay to get a goal in the shootout to give the Blues a 2-1 to win
4: a piece in the shootout and the rookie sammy blay he comes in blay what a
3: shot holy jumping sammy blay i thought he ran out of real estate went wide to his forehand almost on the goal line and fired it under the bar and in the net. oh this is classic calmness here what a remarkable shot to finish that one off
2: just a great great play by sammy blay A lot of patience shown by him as a youngster. Looked like he was going to shoot it. Tukaraz committed and went down. Semi-Blaze skated just a little past him on the stick side and put it over the top of him to put the Blues up in the shootout. Two goals to one. The Bruins would have an opportunity after that, but Jordan Bennington would shut it down, and that would be the final score of the game when the Blues get an important two points. Let's head to the stats of the game and break this one down. Shots on goal 32. For the Bruins, 29 for the Blues. The Blues won the faceoff battle 54% to 46%. The Blues were 0 for 4 on the power play. Boston was 0 for 1 on their only power play opportunity. The Blues out hit the Bruins 30 to 17. And the Bruins outblocked the Blues 23 to 6. Let's head to the post-game interviews like we always do. We're going to hear from Sammy Blay, Jordan Bennington, and, of course, Alex Steen, who had the only regulation goal for the Blues. Then we'll end the interview sessions with Coach Craig Berube.
5: Get tapped on the shoulder. I thought we uh, were going to choose someone else, but uh, it worked out, so I'm pretty happy about that. Get your move? Yeah, I've always used that move before, and this time it worked. So I was pretty happy. When was the last
3: time you took a competitive shootout? Do you remember?
5: Uh, my first pro year, and uh, Chief was my coach. So maybe you remembered. and I scored that time, so maybe you remembered. Uh, I scored. That's a pretty tight angle to shoot from there. Yeah, I just, I just showed the puck and, and went in, so it was good. Was it hard to, really, you just got to have patience and outweigh him there, mm-hmm. and once you took yourself out, you really yeah, I, I, a small I, I let him, like, went down a little bit, and I, I saw the opening, so I just shoot it and it worked.
3: Were you expecting to get in this game
5: today? Uh, they told me yesterday when I came to the ring that there was going to be some chance I was going to get in the lineup. So I prepared myself. And then when I got to the ring today, I was in the lineup. So that's when I found out I was going to be in.
6: What was it like for you, Jordan? That shootout? Yeah, that was fun. Um, you know, obviously, they're a good team. and um, we're, we're battling every game. Is, is a big game for us. So we're happy with that extra point.
3: What was, your, what was your strategy going into that shootout? That was your first one in the NHL, correct?
6: Yeah. Uh, you know, just try to stop the puck, you know, pretty simple. Keep it simple? Yeah.
3: It seems like you would come out, though, pretty far out of the net to, like, to challenge the guys.
6: Yeah, maybe scare them a bit, but, uh, no, I don't know. I'm just trying to play it how I know, and, um, thankfully, uh, that Sammy Blaze put one home for us to give me another opportunity to kind of close the game, and, um, we made the most of it.
3: Jordan, did you play with any of those guys in Providence before?
6: Yeah, there was a couple guys on that team that I played with, and, uh, just ignoring them all game, you know, but, uh. <laughs> they were a good team. They battled hard and, um, you know, can't say enough about this group in this room and playing for each other.
1: Jordan, you're 6-0 here at the Enterprise Center. I mean, what is it about this place? Isn't it great to just be able to play so well at home?
6: It's got to be the Cheshire Hotel.
1: <laughs> that,
6: that would be essential, I think,
3: to any successful play, right? Yeah. Good Did shout out.
6: There? Yeah, <laughs> really good. Did you did
3: you have any shootouts in San Antonio this year before coming? Uh,
6: yeah, up there was, I think I had two shootouts, and um, I think uh, I don't know what the outcome was, but mm-hmm. so that gave me a little taste of coming into this game. I guess uh, mm-hmm. it was a couple months ago, but mm-hmm. we'll take we'll say that. Yeah. You had some. They
3: had some good chances. You had some good saves. It seemed like there was a lot of. You were called on a lot today. What was this day like for you before the shootout?
6: Um. Yeah. It was, it was a tough game end-to-end. To end. Both goalies, I think, got some work, and teams were battling and trying to create chances. The ice was a little slow, and, um, you know, we competed right till the end and got that extra point.
3: Jordan, you finally get back on the rails, is that kind of something you guys maybe touched on after, you know, the streak ended on Thursday? Or?
6: On the rails, yeah. Um, it's nice to get back in the win category right away and uh, just continue what we, we've been doing, take it one game at a time and keep focusing. So on the, uh, the uh, baby girls, you got got,
3: obviously, a blessing...
4: Yeah, it's been awesome. Uh, Both girls have been incredible. It's been a few few awesome days for us, that's for sure.
3: Steiner, different look for you today playing with Oscar Sunquist You had to feel good to get one past three both and score
4: both. Yeah, Sonny's, you know, he's so easy to play with. He's got a lot of speed. He's really quietly intelligent, too. He's in the right spots. And when he sees that you're kind of in a squeeze, he always gets over. And, um, you know, he's... I think his intelligence is very underrated. He's extremely easy to play with. And when he's playing like this, it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. A lot of
3: guys under the weather. What was it like in here before the game, not knowing who would be able to go
4: and if uh, That's the way she goes sometimes. you got to roll with the punches sometimes. Uh, you know, throughout the course of a season, there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, I think, uh, as a group, we do a good job here staying pretty mentally strong and even keel. And, um, You know, we had what we had tonight, and uh, I thought in the first period we came out, we played pretty good. Second, we got a little sloppy and, um, you know, picked it up decently in the third. But um, those are huge points for us. We'll bank them and move on to mini.
5: You guys feel like as a line,
3: you were able to build some good zone minutes together?
4: Yeah, I thought so, especially early on. The second period got a little choppy with some penalties and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was, like I said, it's a pleasure playing with them.
3: Jordan Bennington continue to impress you? I mean it just seems like he gets more and more calm and confident by the game right now.
4: So, yeah, I think he had that from the get go when he got up here. He's um extremely poised. He's extremely good at taking away angles. Even uh you know, I don't know if you see it really, but when you're a shooter on him you can tell how much he's he's challenging you and and making those angles extremely hard for you.
0: <laughs> well, a few. We had to wait till a warm up and then pick it and choose what, who was going to go and who was feeling good enough to go. And the guys that, you know, played that are not feeling good, you know, the credit goes to them. That's tough. That's not an easy thing to do, but they battled through it. And, you know, it's a lot of character there by those guys.
3: Well, <coughs> I pretty
0: easy what just like. It- well, I just I – I, I knew I was going to need a line there to, you know, play some hard hockey against, uh, you know – they were out there against a few different lines, but you know, Bacchus and Coil, and we needed some size there, and, and so I thought it was a good matchup with them.
3: It's been a while since Steve scored. Uh, uh, anything you talked to him about doing that,
0: or was the veteran? You just kind of- uh, I leave him. I mean, he he works and he does all the things that he you know he does, and he's had some tough luck um, where you know he's had real good chances to score and. Didn't go, in, doesn't, didn't go in, or you know, it just missed or whatever. So, but I thought he had a good game tonight. I thought he uh, led, led tonight, and worked and got a big goal for us, got us and going in the right direction. That was a big goal. You know, getting a lead was was really that's a big thing against a team like this. Some of the things
3: that you've gotten away from in the Dallas and Toronto games, did you think you got back to them tonight? Things you wanted, you want to see. Um. Well,
0: not not everything. Uh, power play's got to be better. You know, we all know. You know, we know that. They know that. And I didn't think we had uh, three and a half PPS tonight, and just didn't get enough good looks. You know, um, that's got to that's got to get better. Are the zone
3: entries a problem, or how big a problem is the entries on power play? It seems like you have trouble getting set up, and that kind of dictates
0: how. Long. Well, at times I think, uh, but overall, are you talking the year or today. today. Yeah today, yeah, um, I don't think it's been that bad over time. But uh, today they pressure you hard. They're a good skating hockey team, so they come with a lot of pressure and speed, and challenge you. And yeah, you know, I thought they they did a good job against that tonight. Um, we got to be better for sure. Um, just overall, I think our game is um, it's not direct enough right now. We're not. I think that we got to go north more and put pucks in deep and go to work like. That's the way I look at our game right now and need more offensive zone time.
3: Bennington had some saves there that saved you and you got his love on that one shot from Bacchus that looked like it was going to go
0: in. Yeah, he played really well and made some big saves for us.
3: His temperament, seems so easy. <clears throat> can, can that be a help, I don't know. in a shootout situation?
0: I think so. I, well, I mean, I think just he's been like that since he's gotten up here um, with his temperament and how he's viewing things, and he's, an older, he's been around now for a while and overcome some things, and that's his, where he's at right now.
3: secret 6 at home that It's
0: probably a good idea.
3: Coach, how much of your team was affected by health-related stuff that guys have played?
0: There's a few, you know, I mean. I don't really know the number, but you know, there's a few guys for sure. Why did you decide to
3: go with Blay just to play today mm-hmm. putting in? Because what do you, you played if people had not been sick? Is he going to go in? There's
0: right? a good chance, yeah. yeah. Well, well, um, well, I think he's played well down in the minors, and he was up here before the break. He played well for us. I thought he had a real good game in Anaheim, and it um, would have been a good opportunity to get him in there tonight. Uh, today for the game. And... Um, you know, these guys, it's going to be important to have numbers down the stretch and guys that can help you. And so it's important to see guys, how they play and, and uh, how they do. Is
3: that a testament to your depth? Like yeah, there's
0: some good players down there in, the, in the San Antonio. Um, so it's good. And the organization's done a good job with, uh, obviously, draft picks and things like that, young guys and guys that come up and help us.
2: Not a perfect win, a tough win to eke out. Guys are sick. The Blues put Sammy Blay into the lineup, and what does he do? He wins the game for him. You need guys to be able to come up and contribute. Not necessarily always give you a goal, but at least to give you a spark, some energy, maybe an assist. Just do something positive while you're out there if you're a young player. The more you do that, the more the coaches are going to notice, the more ice time you're going to get. Jordan Bennington had a solid game, gets the big win, Tukarask also had a good game, too. He could have very easily won this game. He faced several good chances by the Blues. It was a goalie battle up until the end, and Bennington gets the best of him in the shootout. Before I let you guys go, I want to give everybody a piece of advice. I know some people don't like me going on like this, but I have to say this. I never thought I would see the disrespect that hockey fans have for each other's opinions on Twitter. I knew it was there with politics, and I'm not going to get into that, but I've noticed lately. You can't say anything about a player anymore, positive or negative. Somebody's always there to tell you you're wrong. Respect my opinion. I'll respect your opinion. Time and time again, I see Blues fans get rude with each other, get smart aleck with each other, get sarcastic with each other, and it's uncalled for. Some of us know more about hockey than others do. That's fine. But everybody's entitled to an opinion. Sometimes you're wrong with your opinion. Sometimes you're spot on with your opinion. But let's respect each other. We all want the same thing. We want the Blues to be successful. That We want them to get into the playoffs. We want them to eventually win a Stanley Cup. That's what all of us want. So why can't we respect each other? Let's work on that, guys. All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox. I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of The Drop. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy. And, of course, let's go blue.
1: Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at drop hockey show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance DeScott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about LineUp Media, go to LineUpMedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues!
2: This podcast was a presentation of LineUpMedia.fm.